are. Call your cast, episode 20. Came a long way. As you can hear, I'm on the road as usual. Got Justin coming from his house. What's up, guys? Yes. So, this is our, I guess, typical podcast. This is how we've been doing it. Um, I'm over here. Uh, I, my, my brain cells are a little dying right now because I'm not used to being up right now. I was on vacation, but um, yeah, it's one in the morning right now. I'm sipping my coffee, and Brian's off doing doing his work. But yes, we're gonna give you a podcast today. Um, I talked to Brian about it. I wanted to do like a a movie theme podcast this time. Um, and I gave him a little description of what it was, and I, I told him that I wanted to to have the theme of us leading towards uh, what what we are now in today's world of the metaverse and what Facebook wants and like big tech wants, where we want where they want us to own nothing and we'll be happy. But that's that's just a little snippet of what we have planned for. Um, now, is the metaverse basically you're saying is like, oh, it's all virtual stuff that you're owning, right? Yeah, so the movies we are going to be discussing are from, I think, anywhere from like early 2000s to like um, present day, you know, 2020. Um, it's it's, it's uh, not, you know, specifically being said it's for the metaverse but definitely when you add these movies together and like add the clues together it's getting up to the point where this is subliminal messaging this is where they were taking us this is where they want us to go um to this you know quote-unquote metaverse that is all virtual nothing's physical everything's virtual everything's digital and um you can already see that with the the currency, what they're trying to do with currency, make everything digital. Um, Brian, did you want to um, go off on that at all? Um, I, I mean, yeah, I know that. Uh, see, it all starts small. I remember, like, uh, like let's say it was like VR headsets. Remember for like the PlayStation Four, the Oculus, which I think is, was Facebook or is Facebook? I think Oculus is Facebook. So. Yeah. Um, well. When but, uh, with the Oculus, it never was Facebook, but they they bought Oculus out. It was actually Oculus, if I do remember correctly, was a Kickstarter. It was a Kickstarter okay. that, um, where you can raise funds for a project. And I think what happened, Facebook, you know, later bought them out. Okay. Well, yeah. So anyway, I was, just like the VR headsets, like, because uh, there's some. It's obvious, like, the good VR headsets are pretty expensive, you know, a couple hundred. Uh, but they actually have, like, I know it's not the best VR, but they have VR headsets that are, like, you know, readily available for, like, kids. You know, they're cheap, yeah, but it just shows that they have that technology just to dish out there, a cheap version. Can know? I um make one co- comment before we continue? Do you think you can move a little bit closer to Mike? I'm just having a little bit of a hard time hearing you. Alright, how's it? That's better. Way better than... Alright, yeah, so I, what I was saying was like... Uh, you can go to the store right now, because usually 
this time of year, Christmas time, where uh, they sell like a a VR headset that comes with a couple games for kids. You know, I don't really know. I've never bought one, but I've seen them. But I was just thinking, like, it's crazy that they have the technology to just oh, just make a cheap version. You know, just make a crappy. Because, like, it's nothing compared to, like, a PlayStation 4 VR headset or Xbox VR, you know? No, it's not, but I'm glad that you brought but it up because it's just getting us ready towards that yeah. next next level. It just, that... it just makes it readily available. Like, it's, it's like, some people won't get this reference, but you and I will. But, like, it's like skateboards, you know? You can, now that they, Walmart sells, like, Tony Hawk brand skateboards or Dark Star skateboards, you know? It's like a... The, the, the name has quality behind it, but, you know, the actual, like, product isn't as quality as the name, you know? I do know that, but from the outside perspective, from leading away from that, I think it's just getting us ready for the next, next thing after that, which would be what, you know, what Elon Musk proposed, proposed with the Neuralinks, where it's, like, implanted in your your mind yeah and they well, can and then it's funny because uh we haven't talked about movies yet but all this stuff the metaverse the even Neuralink, it all ties into the show on netflix if you've ever seen it black mirror have you ever seen that show uh, it's funny that you mentioned that my cousin when i was in saint augustine um he mentioned to watch black mirror because it shows a lot of the scary stuff that we have uh, coming yeah. up. A lot of a lot of the episodes are like, uh, like uh, kind of like how I don't know. I perceived it. This is how I perceived it. Watching the few episodes that I did, like it's just like a I don't know, like technology, but like it goes very wrong. You know. Uh, oh man, hold on one second. I'm just at a my stop right here. I'll Sorry, I had right. to pause that briefly to 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 stops of Brian's job. But what were you mentioning? Something about Black Mirror? Yeah, so Black Mirror, the one episode I watched. Uh, so the episode I watched was um, this lady. She accident. She was. Um, it starts out where it's this lady and this guy, and I think they were doing drugs. Like they were like, you know, they were going down the wrong path. Uh, and they were driving in their car. It's been a couple years since I watched it. Wait, give me one second. You already painted the picture, but they ran somebody, hit somebody on a bike, right? I don't remember who they hit, if it was another car, but they killed somebody. They ended up killing somebody, and, uh, he's like, and they're like, okay, we're not going to talk about this to anybody, and then years go by, and I think the lady becomes somebody famous like a speaker of some kind or something famous, you know? But the guy, I think, still has, like, trouble, and he visits the lady, and he's like, yo, I'm gonna, I gotta come clean and tell, like, what happened that night. And she's like, nah, I can't let you do that. And she ends up killing him. And so the way they investigate murders now is they have this technology that uh allows you to see, like, what a person was last thinking about or something, like their thoughts pretty much reads their mind. Um, and so I remember that the investigator ended up finding this lady. Like she found that the guy, she found the guy was like meeting this lady or something. And then she used it on the lady. 
and she sees not just the murder of the guy, but the murder that they committed all those years ago. And the lady, I, like, knows, the lady knows that she saw that, and she's like, okay. Basically, the lady doesn't let that the investigator leave. The investigator is another female. Um, but they don't let her leave. She, like, you know, finds her. She uses a machine on her, finds out she has, like, a family. She kills her, goes to her house to kill her family, which is, like, her husband and her son. Uh pretty messed up that she like she killed I this part kind of stuck with me like uh she like hit the guy in the head with a hammer while he was like taking a bath and I'm just like damn bro vulnerable I don't know like shit like that sticks with me because like damn he wasn't you know I don't know but yeah so anyways she kills the family and then she goes she's like okay I'm in the clear now she goes to see her child at school but what she doesn't realize is that the technology now oh my god what I'm face-to-face with a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but back to Black Mirror. So basically, she doesn't realize that the technology uh, can also be used on uh, on pets. And the surviving family member of that of the family that she killed was, like, their guinea pig. And eventually, they don't show, like, what happens to her, but they just show her, like, the cops are on their way to get her. And, like, that's how an episode ends. Well... I do remember that episode. Yeah, it was just a crazy little, uh, um, thing there. On that note, it kind of brings up another, like, topic that I wanted to talk about of one of the movies that I uh, found out, or one of the movies I found that I wanted to talk about with the podcast. And it kind of leads into that whole realm of, like, over surveillance no privacy kind of situation do you want me to get into that movie instead of like the timeline i actually had set up uh it's up to you i have one more black mirror story though do you want to hear this one yeah so, yeah yeah we'll, we'll hear that one i just wanted to get away from like netflix shows because i just wanted to get just... yeah i know but yeah go ahead it's really crazy that black because black mirror is showing you all this um but uh there was an episode where like the quick, the quick version is basically they have their memories and technology implanted in their brain, kind of like Neuralink, and uh, you can like scroll through your memories. Like, oh, I want to go back to this time, you know. And I just thought that was really interesting. And that was another Black Mirror episode, you said. Yeah, that was another Black Mirror episode where. Because. Because basically that description, brief's description, reminded me of uh, that, um, I want to say episode, but that period of time in the movie in Dumbledore and Harry Potter where he, like, wanted to show Harry Potter his memories. Yeah, I remember that. And he, like, ca- like ca- used his wand to cast it down out of, this, out of his head or whatever into this, like, water, and he was able to, like, peek through. But... That's what that reminded me of. Yeah, that's really too. Yeah, but we can get away from Black Mirror because, but because Black Mirror though just has so many like examples. Yeah, no, no doubt. Uh, Black Mirror is something that even my cousin mentioned about like crazy reality. Would I mean to us back then it was sci-fi, but which could be now like reality. Um, but it all leads to what I was gonna discuss about. And, um, 
that one thing with uh, catching like murderers or or over surveillance is uh, this one movie called I don't know if you remember. I'm gonna say the title. It's called Total Recall. It's a movie in 2012. It's actually a remake from a movie from 1984, but yeah. No, 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 no. That, that, I'm glad. I'm actually glad you said that because. I wanted also to mention that a lot of these movies, yes, they are remakes, and I, I mean, frankly, I only remember these these ones that are like jog my memory. But yes, a lot of these are remakes, and I'm glad you brought that up. That brings up a good point because it just furthers resonates my point in what these movies have to say. And that, like to me, I think movies say a lot to where we're heading in the future. I don't know if you want to go off on that. Yeah. Well. Uh, funny thing, I uh, like a, a theory that I heard was that the reason they're doing, you know how they're remaking all the Disney movies, you know, like live action. Or like remaking it or dumbing it down, like kind of like how, you know, they made like 20 uh, Spider-Man movies or like The Matrix, you know. Not like make- that. I mean, I mean, just like Lion King, they made live action, you know, uh, Aladdin, they made live action, you know, they're just remaking that shit. Okay. So the theory with that, like those movies is like, they're recasting the spell on the newer generation of kids. You know what I mean? No, go I further in-depth in that. What do you no, mean they're recasting? I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like, you know, you'd have to get, like, really deep into, like, the ma- like occult magic and rituals and, like, break down symbols. And we all know, like, Disney is filled with that. So just a theory that I heard was that, you know, the reason they're remaking all these movies is, you know... Our generation was already like under the spell, and now they have to, you know, because kids nowadays, you know, they're not watching the cartoons like they used to. Now that makes sense. Okay. So hold, they hold on one reinvented second. themselves. But yeah, so basically they're uh, recasting the spell, you know, whatever spell that is, you know, because like we all, there's all that subliminal messaging in Disney. Even, like, like, hidden messages that you can find. Like, it's crazy. Um, I was watching The Grinch uh, that stole Christmas from my cousins. And the one with Jim Carrey. um, And one of the scenes, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more, but one of the scenes that caught my eye was was he up in the clouds when the wind was blowing. One of the clouds turned into a swirl. And I thought that was, wow. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I mean, even like, uh, I don't know, like in the how there's like a, a penis hidden in the Little Mermaid like DVD box or something. There's like all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Once you once you start to notice, like, it's it's kind of hard not to not to see it. But uh. I'm going to go, if it's okay with you, Brian, I'm going to start diving in that Total Recall 2012 yeah, film. Yeah, going into Total Recall, call, yeah, you reminded me what we were talking about before that. But yeah, we were talking about how that's a remake and there's, there's a lot of remakes going on, you know. Did you? And, and a quick side note, that just goes to show that those, like, elite, the people in power, they can't create anything new. They always just have to re reuse and recycle things. You know, or nothing, is, nothing they're doing is new. Or like you say, 
like they could possibly just use people and the people who are actually creative are like the people like us and they kind of just like steal that from us and they i don't know that's just just a thought theory but yeah just go back to your total recall Okay, well, do you want me to go ahead, because I'm on, like, the Wikipedia page, and I can, like, briefly describe it, or do you want me to, like, because, like, I, I can describe, like, what his role was in the movie, if that's cool for the podcast. Do you think that'd be interesting? Uh, I got, I actually kind of remember it. He's, like, a cop, right? Um, so let me, let me go ahead and dive into it. So he wasn't a cop at first, that I believe. Um, so he was a colony worker at one of the factories. And I guess he got tired of making police robots. So you could say um, he was a cop, but he was the he was a factory robot. worker that built police robots. And so um, it goes on saying he, you know, gets tired of his job and this and that. And this is where um, I'm going to start reading off of it because um, it kind of helps jog my memory. But um, so what happens is... So he's tired of, you know, doing the same old thing, same old at his job. So he decides on um, this fantasy of being a secret agent. This is where you said, like, you know, his role comes in being like an FBI agent. So um, so what he does is to to become this secret agent, he goes into this. Um, let me get let me find that. He goes to this. To, to this building, let's just say he goes to this building and he gets, um, okay, he goes to this company called Recall, and the company implants artificial memories, so he decides to go there, become a special agent, and, um, basically, from my memory now, um, he, from his point of view, it seems like, like, the machine malfunctioned or it didn't work. But no, when he got in the machine, he was injected, and it actually worked. But he doesn't know what is real or what is fake or if he's in the simulation, if it's really, you know, if it really does or it really has worked. But next thing, you know, he's, you know, fighting. He's breaking out with all these, you know, he knows fight moves and whatnot. Long story short, or later on, um, basically, he, you know, returns to his house which he was, you know, already married, but upon returning home, um, his wife, you know, was supposed to be his wife, turns out wasn't really his wife, and was an undercover, uh, in the movie, a UFB intelligent agent, and to, to her, him telling him, saying, they've only been married for six weeks, or actually, this is her, this is her in the movie, um, They've only been together for like six weeks, but he believed they've been together for seven years. So this is where I'm gonna leave it off of like reading the Wikipedia page, but it just to me this is where it like stems off of like the realm of like heading towards or this is giving a glimpse of that false reality of that alternate universe and then not knowing what is you know hard to distinguish from re reality and you know, being false, um, and that's just where that kind of reminds me of that. I don't know if you want to chime in on that, Brian. Uh, not necessarily what you said, but just that movie in general, and just another 
I mean, we're going to go through so many movies today, probably. Like, uh, I know we brought up, like, the Terminator movies, too, and all that. But generally, like, I just want to – it just goes to show, like, there's a knowledge out there, you know? And whether it's the writer or the producer, somebody has that knowledge, and they're just – and they're putting it out there, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I pretty much – that's all I have with Total Recall. Um – uh, which leads to another um, movie that I had in mind, but um, so there was what I was leading that with uh, that Black Mirror episode, which which was that surveillance. I think I led it with that. Um, there was this technology that they used in the Black Mirror to like see who killed somebody. Um, I remember another movie that was like that, but I. It's, uh. Is it, uh, there's this movie I'm thinking of, uh, it's called Minority Report, where, uh, it's got our favorite Scientologist, hold on. Oh, you talking? I I don't want to be too loud. (laughs) Okay, uh, okay, I'll pause it. No, 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 you can keep it going, but I'm just, I just had to drop this off, so I'm going back to my car now. Okay, uh, okay, well, I'm glad you mentioned that, because I do have... That's actually one of the movies I do have pulled up, Minority Report. Which oh, okay. Is do you want? Do you want to talk about it? Or? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll talk about it. So, um, so the plot of the movie is basically in April of 2054, the federal government is planning to nationally implement um, a prototype um, police program called Precrime, and basically it's a uh, Precogs visualizing implementing homicide offer offers offering officers analyze data to determine the crime's location and apprehend the predator perform the crime occurs okay so that jogged my memory so basically it's a tool that can re- predict the future that's basically what it's telling it can read the future and predict yeah, the outcome it can, uh, it, yeah it can predict a crime before it happens you can be arrested for a crime that you haven't necessarily committed yet Correct. And so, I can keep reading. So basically, their thoughts are projected on screen and on screen and stored in a database. Would-be killers are imprisoned in a benevolent virtual reality state. So basically, they're kept in like cryo sleep. Yep. So. I mean, I could continue on reading, but it's just another, um, like you said, Brian, like, so somebody has definitely higher intelligence, and I feel like well, they are... Well, I mean, something in that Minority Report movie that, uh, you didn't mention it, but I thought, I think it's pretty crazy, so the thing in that movie is, like, that Tom Cruise in that movie, his son goes missing at some point, and he doesn't know what happens to him, and they use that against him, and they frame somebody... They they make somebody pretend that he kidnapped his son so Tom Cruise would murder him, trying to set him up for murder. You know? So they can, they can fr- in a sense, frame you for something you didn't commit, you know? Because he would never have committed that murder, quote-unquote, if he didn't, like, if they didn't tell him that, that. I don't know how they found out that that dude. But he, they, long story short, like, he didn't kidnap his son, but they made it seem like he did, and he agreed to do it for money. Or something, and uh, basically just to frame Tom Cruise's character. But yeah, 
it's just so that technology they're just showing you already like oh we're gonna use it and already for evil you know and yeah i thought it was pretty interesting how i mean to me it stands out like wow movies are telling a timeline and they're telling a lot more than the news hold on one second i have one more 7-eleven to go all right i'll make a pause right here yeah so you brought up the timeline so like i mean pretty much to me it always seems like life is kind of like every movie going on like at the same time you know like, so sometimes life is like they're so crazy. Like we got a freaking Jeffrey Epstein billionaire partying with you know underage kids. Like he was getting away with that for years, you know. And nobody knew about it, and the people who did know about it, you know, nobody's not saying it. It's just like crazy. Like, Cause I, that in itself could be like a movie, you know. I feel like there's a lot of instances in like life that just seem fake. In a sense, where it could be in a movie, you know, where straight out of a movie, right? Straight out of a movie, yeah. Um, I know, I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but um, a lot of these movies that we've been talking about, like, like that have been eye-opening with like, they've been directed by Steven Spielberg. Oh yeah, I mean. We uh, talked about this website off before the podcast, but there's a website, Crazy Days and Nights, and uh, if you don't know about it, basically it's a, lot of, it's a bunch of Hollywood insiders, like lawyers and stuff like that, and uh, a couple celebrities, apparently, allegedly, uh, and they have information that they call drops, and they leak the drops, that, uh, and then uh, some, they'll solve some. And then some are up to the people to solve, and once they get it, once the people solve it, they'll post the right answers or something. I haven't been on that website in a while, but there's a lot of good information on there. Um, but, uh, man, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Well, no, I, I think it's pretty interesting, though, with uh, the crazy days and nights. Sorry, what was that? Up. Oh, Steven Spielberg, yes. Yeah. So, Steven Spielberg... Shady dude. Really shady dude. Like, you can look up stuff. So he did the movie The Poltergeist. The star of The Poltergeist was a little blonde girl. Can't remember her name, sorry. But she died a very horrible death. And uh, this was back, I don't know, remember if it was the 80s or the 90s. But the cause of death was, like, accidental. But if you read, like, the report, it said it was, like, she had, like, a clog, like, like her bowel was clogged, like something was for better lack of a better term, something was shoved up her butt and clogged her intestines and caused like some serious damage, you know. And, and this uh, was this was a movie directed by Steven Spielberg. No, she was starred in the movie directed by Steven. She starred in multiple movies directed by Steven Spielberg. Um. But she died at a very young age because of this. And, um, I mean, just Steven Spielberg's connections to Jeffrey Epstein, Bill Clinton, you know, he's also one of those guys who's connected, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's just, there's a lot of stuff on, you know, on Steven Spielberg that, they're all rumors, of course, but 
how many rumors until it's true, you know? Right. And right. Uh, the, the thing about that is, hold on one second. One okay, um, or like how many, uh, conspiracy theorist stories actually come out to where it's not a, uh, you know, conspiracy anymore, you know? Sorry, but the thing about that, about Steven Spielberg, is that his movies are so big in terms of, like, not just money they generate, but, like, he employs a lot of people. So, like, they say, like, I mean, it's hard to cancel him because he's got so many movies that, like, all those people working on those movies would lose money, too. So it's kind of like a messed up situation. I understand. Like, if you take down the ringleader, you're going to make a lot of people lose a lot of jobs. Yeah, people people who aren't necessarily, you know, associated with him. Like, like people like lighting crews, camera crew, you know, like, guys like that. It's kind of making him more untouchable. <laughs> yeah, in, in a sense, yeah. You know, that's kind of, uh, we're kind of going all over the place, but we're kind of sticking with the theme of, like, Hollywood, you know, and entertainment, but, like, the guy from, uh, iCarly, you know, the creator of iCarly. Oh, Dan Schneider? Yep, Dan Schneider. So, even him, like, at the beginning of the whole Me Too movement, conveniently, he steps down from his position at Nickelodeon. I like how... We noticed that, but everybody in the media kind of just, like, forgot about him because he stepped out at the right time. Yeah, just in time, yep. And he hasn't done, like, anything, like, no major big show. You know, he's staying a low profile. But, you know, there's a huge, there's a whole lot of stuff about him, too. Um, one, one theory that I've heard was that uh, Ariana Grande, like, her... Her mom even, like, encouraged her to have sex with him so she could for sure get the role that she got in her TV show. Well, a lot of these people who are in Hollywood are already, you know, messed up in the head. So they will do whatever it takes to get, you know, fortune, whatever fame. Fame, fortune, yep. Um, I know, like you said, we're going all over the place, but it kind of goes on the same theme. Um, another movie that wasn't quite in my lineup, but I found out while researching was, and it's a good movie I remember watching, was, uh, The Truman Show. I don't know if you remember it. Yep. Uh, we, I, I think we talked about this briefly. I'm not sure if, I know we talked about it before, maybe it was on the podcast, but, uh, oh, when the first thing that happens to Truman in that movie was, uh, where he starts waking up was uh, the light falling from the sky, the set light, you know, the light that they use for, like, sound stages and studios, came from the sky. Okay, I don't remember what, what the exact script, like, what was written on the light, but what was written on the light, I believe, was, um... Man. Do you want me to search it up? Okay. Yeah, search up what was written on the light. Okay. Truman. I know. Uh, see, see if it even takes you down the rabbit hole that it took me down. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so you were going on mentioning that. So he witnesses this, right? I kind of don't remember that, but this is, this is the first thing that happens to Truman, and this is where he starts waking up. Was it during you know, the like, day? Was it during the daytime? Yeah. Or? 
he's on his way to work, I believe. It's like his first good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's like his first day, and I think he just stepped outside and then falls down right from the sky, a light, and he's like, what? Okay, and okay. Then let me... the, the light says something, and I can't remember if it was a, a if it was like an actual star system or if it was like just a saying, but I want to say it was a star system that was that's talked about by uh, there's this tribe in Africa. Find out what the inscription is first before I go down this tribe. I don't want to go down give out like misinformation you know yeah 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 because i i do remember saying you mentioning something about this tribe in africa and they don't know anything about like our science or mathematics but they were able to locate this star system on their own just using like astrology or just studying the stars or something like that or or some knowledge that was handed to them you know at some point way back who knows but the star system that they uh that they found so there's three of them the first one that they were talking about we discovered i think in like the 70s or the 80s or something the second one we just recently discovered it within the last 10 years and then the third one that this tribe talks about still even still hasn't been discovered yet do you want me to go ahead and play a video because i'm going to open up a video i just don't want to just ruin you talking so yeah, um, uh, what video is it? Let me see. I'm trying to get to the point where you said he, the star falls from the sky, right? Yeah, Truman Show, I mean, it's like, it's the, just, it's like r right in the beginning. Okay, it's just hard on my ancient laptop that I have, you know, from the dinosaur era. It just it takes a while. And you know how it is nowadays. You can never find anything. Everything's being, you know, washed up. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, everything gets watered down with the internet. So what should I type in? Truman Show light falling uh, down? Light falls? Yeah, light falls from sky. Because for some reason, I'm trying to type this on DuckDuckGo, and it's not even popping up. Huh. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and play it, and then... We'll both hear it, okay? Okay, yeah. And just let me know if you see, like, what's written on the light. You might have to pause it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then, you know, YouTube is. I might get an advertisement. Uh, yeah. Okay, so if it loads, I'm gonna, I just clicked good it. Good morning! Morning! Good morning! Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Morning, Truman. Morning, Spencer. Hey, Pluto. Oh, oh no, no. Oh, get down. He won't hurt oh. you. Get down. Yeah, I know. It's just me. Come on, Pluto. Uh, are you watching? Yeah, okay, so it just came down right now, and he's going to inspect it. All right. Well, I'm gonna pause it there. But yeah, it was it was funny though. Like uh, he looks up and then he goes to inspect, and it's uh 
It's one of the lights from the sets. Yeah. Hold on one second. Let me just go inside this hotel. Excuse me. Yep. Okay. So you went and mentioned if you said if there was anything on the lamp if it fell. Okay. So he picks it up, and the lamp spells S I R I U S. So it spells serious, and then there's some quotation marks around it, which is let me it's let me read the quotation marks. So in quotation marks it says. I don't know if that's a quote or a C, but then after that it says A C A N I S space looks like M A M A Z. It blurs out to where he moves around, so I can't quite see it. But yeah, it does say serious though. Okay, so Google that part. The serious. Okay, I'll Google that part. Or, nah, we use DuckDuckGo, but yeah. See what comes up. See if that's the name of a star system or something. Alright, so I'm going to type in Sirius Truman Show and see if anything pops up in the DuckDuckGo search. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay, this first article... In just the heading alone, just states the light is labeled Sirius Nine Canis Major. I'm gonna click yeah. that article and see what that means now further. That, now, now, that, now that sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. And then I will definitely include this in the source links that we do offer on all our podcasts. So let me, upon reading, let me see what Give me it says. One second, I just have to. I have to run inside the store. Just okay. Pause it for one. Okay. Alright, so on that website that I am looking up for the Truman Show about the uh, one of the set lights falling. So on the website, it mentions the light is supposed to represent one of the fallen angels that yes. have fallen to Earth. And you wanted to continue off that? or? Uh, no, you can continue because I, uh, I've heard this before. But I don't. I haven't heard it like regularly enough to like get it down. So you can continue. What you're okay. Saying, like, I've heard. So it says the scene is supposed to resemble Lucifer falling and entering the garden. And I and I guess that's what it's supposed to represent. Oh, is that it? It goes on to mention other things. I mean, it's just getting really biblical, and it's getting really, like, religious in, in a sense of, like... Uh, yeah, well, it, I'm not looking for biblical, but... But what I, what I had heard was that it, there's, like, since we brought it up already, that, Afri that tribe in Africa, they were able to discover the star system, three star systems, uh, without use of telescopes or science or NASA or any of that. So, I mean, they obviously had this knowledge somehow, you know. And uh, with this tribe also, their knowledge is so sacred that the elders of the tribe have to live away from the rest of the tribe. As to, like, not water down the, the, the knowledge. So, in a sense, just to keep the most purest form of that knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. 
just like how you know that one game i think you mentioned i think you were the one, one that mentioned this but telephone when it keeps getting washed yeah. down yep that's exactly yeah what happened so i think you actually made that comment i just like remember you making that comment a while back i don't remember yeah i don't remember we talked about this on the last episode but i know we talked about it before but yeah screaming show and then like it just happens like it represents the fallen angel but like you can also look at it as maybe the fallen angel that gives the knowledge you know like he plants the seed that hey this isn't what you think it is you know or, that's another thing you know, like who gave the tribe in africa the knowledge you know it had to be or kind of, or it could possibly I'm sorry, continue oh, on. Oh, well, I mean, because they say, quote-unquote, fallen angel, but, you know, that could just mean any, you know, aliens, uh, people from the ground, you know, who knows? What if it could just mean that it gave us both? Like, it gave us good and bad? What do you mean? Like, you said, you came in from the point of, like, it gave us knowledge as in, like, technology, but what if it gave us, yes, it gave us knowledge, but it gave us evil. Like, it gave us good, kindness, truth, compassion, but it also gave us hatred, um, you know, greed. And... That's all, see, that's all, like, that's all lower frequency stuff, and that's just stuff that, you know, it's just like, because Society, like, we live in, like, a constant state of, like, oh, you know, like, what's thrown in our face? You know, McDonald's and sex and all this kind of stuff, you know? Uh, drugs, like, they know they're trying to, like, all, all, every, like, singer now, you know, is popping pills and all that. You know, they glorify that lifestyle to keep you on a, a certain frequency, you know? You keep you below a certain frequency because of a lower frequency being, you know... Those lower frequency beings are the ones that are like materialistic and care about, you know, unnecessary things. And like they want you to stay in that because it's easy to divide you, you know, it's easy for you to pick teams, you know. Yeah, yeah, totally. I agree with you. And um, it's just definitely something to all think about. Um, you want to want to go back on to the movie theme and like go back to uh um the one movie terminator yeah okay so which terminator specifically are you talking about okay so i know there's been a lot of recent ones for like newer age but i'm talking more about like what we saw when we were growing up when our parents showed us the terminator I'm talking about one with uh the arnold schwarzenegger you know with um the first one with him in it where basically sets up the whole, you know, movie series. The one where he's a bad guy and not a good guy? Um, shit, I might not remember one. Is that the first one, he's a bad guy? So, the very first one, yeah, he's the very first Terminator. It's been, it's been years, decades, literally, since I watched it. I watched it when I was like 10. But the first Terminator, he comes back as a bad guy. Or he comes in as a bad guy looking to kill uh, the main character named John. Um, and it's a whole story, you know, he came from the future where in the future this John guy is like, uh, he leads the resistance against the robots and the T-1000s or whatever they're called. 
sorry, it's dropped my phone. But um, that's the first one. No, that, now, that the first that, one is it's kind of like patchy memory. But the one that like most people watch and it's crazy. It's a, it did better than the first one, and it's more like it's more universally known. It's Terminator Two: Judgment Day, where he's actually comes back as a good guy protecting John Connor. Yeah, I, I do remember that, but um, I, I I just remember the first one more vividly because yes, you you you. It's funny that you remember he comes as a bad guy, but I remember him being the, prote- the protector of John and and his mom because See, that's at- the second one. That's the second one. The first okay. one. The first one has nothing to do with his mom. Okay, because, like, I'm thinking of, like, because I know the very ending, he burns himself in lava, and it's just him just being... Yeah, that's the second one. Okay, okay. So the first first one, John Connor is not even a kid. He's, like, a fool. He's, like, an adult. And I think he's, like, on the run with his wife or girlfriend at the time uh, because there's a sex scene in it. Uh But... Yeah, the first one, like he's chasing this guy as an adult. I don't remember how he stopped, how he's able to stop the Terminator. But yeah, the Terminator was just a straight up bad guy in the whole first one. And then yeah, the second one, he comes back this time to protect John Connor. He comes back kind of as a, I think um, the storyline there is like they reprogrammed him in the future, just go back in time because they uh. Because uh, the Skynet, the AI got so advanced where they developed the new Terminator, which is the liquid metal guy. Uh, if you remember that bad guy, that's the bad guy in Terminator 2. He was liquid metal. He can literally, like, turn from liquid to solid metal. Yeah, he takes forms of people. Uh, he was a cop in that movie. He took a form of a cop mainly the whole time. So, um, I'm glad that you remember it because I wanted to go off of uh, talking about that the whole movies as a whole of Terminator and like you mentioned with like it got the system got so advanced that I wanted to tailor it to what we have going on today where everything's being automated and being like an algorithm. Well so you bring up Terminator, but I don't know if you have this one on your list. Do you remember the movie I Robot with Will Smith? Yeah, yeah I do. So what happened in that movie was uh there were these robots, and uh, the first wave of the robots were kind of like, you know, they were helpful, and they were all kind of like their own kind of being. Hold on one second. All right. So they were like their own kind of, uh, each one kind of had individuality. And then the big tech company in the movie comes out with the new version of the robot. Well, hold on. Can I pause you right there? Because it wasn't that they had their own individuality, but it was the fact that they were there to help somebody. Well, yeah. Well, these robots, too. The new robot wave was there to help, but the thing was, they were part of a hive mind. Ah. It's hooked up to the same system, right? Same... Yes. And the system eventually became corrupt. You know, the AI eventually began to think for itself. And so they kill, eventually, the robot kills the main scientist it's it's not even the robot it's the hive mind telling the robot and uh when shit starts going down in the movie there's one robot that i think 
gets damaged or something that it's not part of the hive mind anymore and it turns into the good guy, you know, that whole deal. But all the robots, when stuff starts going down, uh, they, the hive mind, you know, turns them all on the humans and, you know, pretty much you're either going to listen to the robot or die. So that was like the whole thing there. With our robot. robot. Yeah. So that's interesting too, to bring up like, just like how everything's smart, you know, like, oh, you got a smart fridge now and a smart phone, you know, it, it could all be connected to the, to the hive mind. Well, and that brings up another point corrupted. with yeah, go, go Terminator ahead. where it could be, you know, that hive mind that you mentioned in iRobot. Yeah, Terminator also, yep. They also were part and, of the hive mind. And I wanted to tailor that to, like, because that's what, like, everything's being towards now. Everything's being digital. Everything's being automated. There's no necessarily for human intervention. Um, if you even think of Bitcoin as a currency, that's all done as, on a digital ledger and a database done by, you know, mathematics by itself. So um, there's things that are being automated that are being done by themselves, you know, robotically where no humans need to be, you know, touching it at all. So, yes, my concern is being that being a thing where where is basically the hive you know eventually it's not going to be located on earth like the database is not going to be human at anymore it's going to be i mean it might not even already it might already be like not on earth um i've gone down a ton of rabbit holes one rabbit hole i went down was like reddit common threads and uh one guy in the comments was explaining how he believes like so like earth if you want to look at it as like um Kind of like a computer simulation. Uh, so, like, Earth is, like, where it takes place. You know, this is a simulation. And then Saturn is, like, the computer that runs the simulation. And it sends... And it projects to the moon, which projects to Earth. It was a whole thing that I would have to... So, read. do you think... So, when you say projects, do you mean it just, like, uses its sound to amplify the energy? into actions uh, i mean it's honestly probably i probably couldn't even comprehend how it sends energy you because because think um, about this you know how they use like mk ultra mind control frequencies and like they use all sorts of things yeah so well one thing for sure is frequencies and vibrations that's real like there's there's something to that for sure so what would make it so not so far-fetched to believe that these frequencies and vibrations are actually, you know, that's the mathematics behind it. That's what, that's what I makes mean, it work. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I don't even think we know, we know too much about vibrations and frequencies to really understand how it all works. You know, because they even say with certain vibrations and certain frequencies, that's what causes things to like levitate or float. You know, you can put this experiment that they always show is like putting like water on like a speaker, like you put water on like a plate on top of a speaker and like you just play different, you know, sounds and different like frequencies and you'll see the water, you know, move around, change shape, jump up and down. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I definitely know what you mean. Definitely like it's crazy how that all works. 
works and we're not really ta like taught that you know anything about that anything about frequencies and vibrations and how sound really can impact us on like mood like make us feel some type of way um yep i mean even think about i we discussed this in the past past podcast but in the movie the hulk there it, we go to mention that a lot of the you know equipment that was used to take down the hulk with the blasting of like sound waves was real <laughs> yeah well hold on i'm just pulling into the public but even like there was a whole issue in cuba where they were attacked by like a sonic weapon of some kind i remember that and then the the embassy the u.s embassy in cuba the people there working there were reporting on having like headaches or migraines of something i do remember yeah, that article all, all the way up to like vomiting too wow yeah they said it was um like like an attack definitely they, I'm, i do remember seeing that yeah and it's funny that it's such an attack but they they don't you know nothing came of it yeah you never really heard anything else of it right no, I haven't heard anything. Um, I mean, maybe, there, maybe there's something out there, but I definitely, like, they, they keep it hush, you know? So, another movie that I wanted to discuss that basically that you mentioned that have this hive mind mentality um, was the movie, I don't know if you remember it, it's got our favorite actor, Tom Cruise, Oblivion. Oblivion, yep, saw that in the theater. So... Um, I'm on the Wikipedia page and just, I like to just mention like the date that they have like planned out. So it says by March 14th, 2077. So maybe, you know, I mean, it's coming up, man. But, uh, yeah. basically, I mean, long story short, cause I do remember the video. Um, there was this data center and it was not on earth. This data center was yep. out in, out in space somewhere and basically was the place that, like, would clone him and his wife at this data center, creating multiple versions of himself and his wife on Earth. Yeah. So that's another that. interesting movie that I want to talk about. And then another, uh, continuing on from the Wikipedia page, I just think it's funny, or, like, not funny, but coincidental that um, basically... It goes to mention that um, Oblivion takes place in the year 2077 on Earth, on devastated by me, war. Uh, what was that? Hold on. Let okay. Me just, I, I'm just drop okay, I'll pause it. All right, so yes, I just said pause that real fast. But I just wanted to quickly mention about the movie Oblivion. Um, it just goes on to mention uh, it was, um, Earth was devastated by war, um, and then we were visited by extraterrestrials. And then that caused humanity to re relocate itself to Titan, which, you know, was one of the planets that we discussed earlier in our articles on callercast.com. And um, it just goes on to mention that he later, you know, finds humans that are hiding, you know, beneath the Earth. And then, then basically they team up to fight this evolving alien threat. I find that interesting because that seems to be the case nowadays that there should be an alien threat near us or upon us is what 
they're trying and to tell us. It, it turns out that the alien threat is just the clones, right? Yeah, yeah, it was just the alien threat was well, the the database that was producing all these clones. And that just reminds me also, I know we kind of got away from Netflix, but there's a Netflix movie where uh, basically there was an alien invasion and then the aliens turn out to be humans. And the people inhabiting her, Earth turn out to be uh, like robots or cyborgs, AI of some kind. And what, what, would happen, what happened was, I don't remember if this is exactly how it went down, but I think uh, humans created the robots and eventually the robots started to overthrow the humans because we started treating them like shit and then the robots wanted rights and this and that and eventually it led to them forcing us out of the planet and we had to live... I don't remember what I don't remember what planet they came from, but they had planned this invasion to come and take the planet back. I don't remember if I even watched the end of that movie, but I just thought, what a weird plot, you know. Do you know the name of the movie? I don't. It was so long ago, because this is like back when Netflix was just first coming out with like their original movies. Man, I don't even. I don't even remember who was in it. So you honest. said, though, that basically humans created robots, and then the robots created the robots, forced the, the robots started wanting, like, rights, you know, like, equal rights, like, humans, you know? Uh, and eventually it got to the point where there was wars, and the, the robots ended up kicking the humans out. And it had been so long that the robots didn't even know they were robots. You know what I mean? Oh, Oh yeah, I do. Uh, so the scene where it, like it all comes out, hold on one second. The scene where it all comes out is um the character, the main character, I don't somebody in his crew gets injured and then he's there's blood of course and then you know he's like you got to reach your I think you got to reach your hand in there to stop the bleeding and then he pulls out wires or he pulls out something and then you know of course he's like what? And then I think, oh man, sorry, it's so patchy, it's been so long, but um, later on they capture one of the aliens and they take off the, the helmet of the alien and he's like, oh, he looks like us. And then the alien guy, who's a human, wakes up and basically says, no, I'm a human, you guys are robots, this is what happens, and, you know, the whole thing there. Hold on one second, let me set up my home delivery papers real quick. Okay, I'm going to pause it real fast, okay? Alright, so I just wanted to relate that segment where you said they were like, you know, robots, and um, the robots started, you know, taking over, but um, on the topic of robots, another mo the next movie I wanted to relay into was uh, the movie's, uh, it's called Surrogates, it was released in 2009, I just want to go briefly discuss what a surrogate is, it's just a person or animal that functions as a substitute for another person, so basically the movie um, is um, just reminding me of like what's going on today in the metaverse where, you know, alternate reality, different world and all that. So basically um, the movie's about um, these surrogates that are being remotely controlled by, you know, us humans and um, you're able to control your surrogate by entering into the system.
fight and this for what i remember the system is usually just like a chair that you're able to sit into connect from your home and you don't even have to leave your home and basically it connects you to this other realm so to speak but in the movie it connects you to the surrogate where basically you're a robot and you're controlling this robot from your house and you're able to go about in the real world walk around you know as this robot and function as this robot but then it as it also serves as another thing it also serves as a you can still feel emotions with that robot because you're still like typically tied up, you know, to the surrogate. You feel emotions, you can feel physical contact. It's like you are that person, but you're still at your house. Um, yeah. That's basically what I remember from the movie. I don't know if you want to chime in, Brian. No, I mean, that's basically how I remember too. It's basically like the ultimate VR, you know. And I just basically view that as being like the next step after VR. Yeah. And I view it like we're pretty close. I'm I'm thinking, you know, we're already past this obviously or not obvious, but I personally think, you know, we're already past past this because, you know, they like to show us glimpse glimpses of things of what they have and make it sci-fi to us, but in reality it's a true technology. Oh yeah, it's close. Yeah, it's, it's closer to truth. Uh, what other movies did you, did you have to bring up? Yeah, so that was that was pretty much that on surrogates. Um, that I wanted to bring up about you know the progression with us in today's world of us you know being on this metaverse, so to speak. Um, the next movie I wanted to uh, uh go into, which is tying into everything, is uh. It's, the movie's called Transcendence. It's from 2014. It's with, uh... What's the actor? Johnny Depp, right? Johnny Depp. Thank you. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that movie, Brian. I'm not, but I want to do this in the ba- basis. Like, right now, like, just quick. Doesn't he just become a computer, pretty much? Yeah, I'm, I'm not only going to skim over it. Yeah, he basically uploads his... Um, subconscious into, or basically uh, he uploads his soul into the database so that he can live forever, so he can never die. And so, what I mean by that, I know that's, you know, soul is being more like, you know, religious. What I mean by that, he, you know, uploaded to what makes him, him, what makes, you know, you as a person, you. Um, so he basically, you know, that's from my gist of it. He, you know, uploaded his mind, feelings, you know, what makes him onto this database so he can live forever. Um, I think what later happens in the movie is, like, he starts to, from, what, like, a, you know, computer program, how can he, like, get, be infected with a virus? Well, his mind starts to get corrupted with, with like, so to speak, a virus. Like a computer oh, program. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's... That's my gist of it from just what I wanted to dish out there. Um, I really don't remember liking the movie at all. <laughs> I'm, I wasn't a fan of it. But um, I just wanted to also mention another movie. I know it's it's really jumping around, but to me it relates to uh, just subliminal messaging, just getting us ready to think, you know, for 
for it to come, and the movie is called um, Inception. Came out in 2019 or 2010, and um, it's with Leonardo DiCaprio. And pretty much, um, you know, you enter your subconscious. You know, they're able to tap into your subconscious, and you're literally able to go from dream to dream from dream. And to me, that just relates it to what we're heading to. You know going into this false reality you know you don't know what's real you don't know what's fake and then basically you know you find out later in the movie you know leonardo dicaprio does this you know technology to his wife and she gets so far lost that she doesn't know what's real or fake and she still she still thinks she's lost in this alternate universe and she commits suicide so he forever loses his wife and i mean that's the gist of it but that's just i don't know if you want to Speak on that, Brian. No, I mean, I just remember that movie was just really uh, complicated because they were, like, within dreams, within dreams, within dreams. <laughs> yeah, and I, to me, it just I wanted to relate it to, like, they had this technology in the movie, I'm sorry, but they had this technology in the movie that they, they can access, you know, a subconscious in your mind where it's not necessarily, you know, real, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. And, uh, I was actually going to relate the next movie that I wanted to talk about with, uh, Oblivion because it has the same kind of aspect of like, or, you know, a database that's controlling something. And it, it's the movie called Transformers that was released in 2007. And, um, the, the specific evil that I'm talking about in that movie is called the Allspark. Hold on. Uh- yeah, just wait one second. Yeah. Let's get into the last story real quick. Okay. All right, so to start wrapping this up, because on request of Brian wants to, you know, finish his work, I understand that. Um, I was talking about oh, the Allspark with Transformers. Oh, but yeah, and... the Allspark and Transformers, which I think is funny, because if you remember, it's a black cube. Yes, that's why I wanted to bring that up into this podcast because like you said it is a black cube and what this cube does is well in the movie it actually controls you know all parts of you know the cybertron life from where the these autobots come from and basically from you know watching the movie our point of view it can you know activate you know technology and you know becoming something else in you know, a, a living Autobot so it can transform you know into other things and if you continue watching it it can also be used as an energy f- source so that's another thing to note is it's used as an energy source and it's like you said Brian it's in the shape of a cube and we all know what the black cube is in the uh, with Saturn and the black cube and all that yeah on, I know we want to start wrapping it up. I don't know if you want to continue mentioning anything about Transformers, Brian. Uh, not necessarily Transformers, but one movie I want to bring up is the movie Stargate. I haven't another movie I haven't watched since I was like a little little kid, but I just know basically uh, they use like an ancient doorway to go to other worlds or dimensions, and uh, it's just crazy because. If you like look at the if you, you can google the image uh 
Ghost or DuckDuckGo the image of the Stargate, of uh, the portal of what they use, you'll see it's just like rocks, you know? It's just like rocks in a circle, and they just walk through it. Uh, and then it's just, I don't know. Like, if that was around, you wouldn't know because when it's off, it just looks like rocks. It looks like an arcway, you know? It's like, I, a, ra- like a regular I, doorway. Good, uh, good observation. It's just not, it's just, so it's not crazy to assume that maybe, uh, you know, there could have been portals or there still are portals, you know? And we just don't know how to access, uh, us average folks don't know how to access them. Maybe the elite know how to we certainly don't. So I will definitely leave, um, you know, the Wikipedia page for our sources for Stargate. But I do, I briefly remember in that movie where they would access, you know, they had access to a portal. Um, I'm not too familiar with it with Stargate. I would have to watch it, rewatch it again. Um, I know yeah. that you want to start wrapping this up, Brian. The one last movie that I wanted to mention. Because it's also, uh, like you mentioned earlier on in the podcast, of remakes. A lot of these movies are just remakes. Um, was the movie called Ready Player One that came out in 2018? I don't know if yeah, you were familiar. I, I have not seen it, but I've heard of it. Okay, okay. Well, basically... Okay, so basically this kid is, like, into video games and, like, the next video game is you're actually involved in it you can be immersed into the reality and be you know taken someplace else other than in you know what we know as reality so basically you know like with our VR headsets today he puts on a VR headset and this takes him to the next level though he's actually like he feels like he's physically there but um long story short um if I do remember if my memory memory does me justice if I do remember right um, he's in the game, but the people who is, he's fighting necessarily aren't just fake people. They are real people, but they use, uh, I might be getting this from a different, different movie, but they use real, like, um, let's say prisoners that done really bad and they put them in this game. And so you are a warrior fighting this real person in this game that you you're thinking as a consumer that you bought this game is oh it's just a game like an npc player but you're actually fighting somebody who's real who's just forced to be in the game because they are uh, a prisoner or they've done something bad and then basically uh as a redemption to get them out of prison they have to you know play this game but they're chipped and then like they have to basically be a character in this game I'm, I'm i might be colliding these movies with another movie i'm not too sure but that's my um that's what i i think has to do it i'm gonna quickly read over the wikipedia page real fast so it goes to mention in the year 2045 People seek to escape from reality through the virtual reality entertainment system called Oasis. Um, kind of reminds me a lot like Oculus Rift or Oculus. Um, I think that's all I'm about to read on that, but our our viewers can dive in to you know um, deeper into Ready Player One if they want to. My main thing was about this podcast was just to get the 
just to get the timeline out there of like a lot of these movies are really telling a message is what yeah. I'm that's what I believe. I mean it definitely It's like they're letting you know what's going on, you know? Without telling you. Exactly. And they want you to they want you to believe like, oh it's it's just a movie, it's just fiction, you know, but I mean, we've gone over it in this episode, we've gone over it in another episode, but there is some kind of knowledge out there that they have, and they're putting it in their movies, you know, they're putting it in their books, they're putting it out there, and I don't know, it's just like, it's very strange, you know, it's like, I don't know, because a lot of it is, yeah, like, ancient knowledge, you know, and, um, I don't know, it's very strange to see. Just like the Truman Show thing, like, that's just such a weird thing to have written on the light, you know? That little detail that 90% of people won't even, like, bother to look at. They'll think, oh, that's just the name of the light, or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, or not even think about it at all, you know, if they do, you know? Because it's just such a... Uh, a minor moment, but it's really, even in the movie itself, that's like where he starts waking up, you know, that's like a, a major point in the movie itself. But yeah, I agree. It's even more important than people realize. <laughs> well, Brian, I know you wanted to start wrapping this up. Anything else you want to mention in the podcast? Uh, not really. I mean, I know our quality isn't the best. We're not... Joe Rogan, we're not, you know, any of these big podcasters with studios and all that. We can do it straight through our phone right now. You know, we're just trying to slowly build it up. Um, I mean, I'm happy that we've been able to release pretty decent episodes within the last couple months. You know, we went from going like once a year to now at least two or three times this year. So hopefully we just keep it up and, you know... We do the research too, you know. We have just what everybody else has, you know, smartphones, laptops, stuff that go Google, even even though Google is always not that good. But yeah, you know. I mean, on that note, I do agree. Yeah, we you guys, we you guys have the sources, you know. DuckDuckGo just takes some digging, you know. They bury these they bury these articles, they bury these stories. They like to drown it out with you know fresh news. But on that note, I think we're we're gonna sign off from here. All right. Till the next one. All right. Till next time.